This NFL Week Six recap edition of Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a one thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to uh, $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best NBA better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it. With their free to play fantasy betting contests. There's $3,000 up for grabs in their season long contests and $200 every week in their weekly contests. Just head over to oddscrowd.com to sign up now. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Ooh, welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner of picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Uh, I'm done in the shades. I got a shades on. Got a clean cut. Uh, we don't need to stay ISOed for too long. <laughs> I mean, our future is not bright, so that is now why the shades are on. Rest in peace, me winning the big boy three <laughs> times in five weeks because I failed to enter. Had the <sighs> highest, would have had the highest score. Uh, yes, I mean, Ryan did not win his personal, personal uh, <laughs> DFS uh, tournament mean, with some of the listeners. Tony Soprano needs to be f- f- like uh, almost a ferry service out to the middle of the Atlantic. Uh, with what has to the, oh. car, the carnage that has to take place for the Danny uh, Dimes turnover totem, Ryan. Tough day for the turnover totem. Not only the totem. <laughs> Look, what what wood floats? I don't know if uh, Ivy League gingers do. So can we give the uh, turnover totem a Viking funeral? Light it on fire, push <laughs> it out into the ocean, uh, just like Danny would have wanted it. Uh, yeah, wild day again. I mean, super super chalky. Not a great day for uh, sharps like us, Ryan, because. None of the dogs came through. I'm looking at the dogs. The Raiders, they hit. And uh oh. that's about it from the uh from the early slates with the exception of the Jags. It was all favorites. I can't remember a a chalkier week in the National Football League. I'm sure the books got killed. Uh sharps like ourselves, tough day for us in the office. I did hit my three team tees, KC Pitt and Rams minus 4. My lock of the Bills is still alive, so some <laughs> hope for the week, Ryan. As we uh, as we close things out here, I oh, man, we're gonna we're gonna recap a uh, kind of crazy week six. I don't know if there were a lot of great games, but there no. were a lot of like interesting finishes. Uh, we'll get into those, and then of course closing things out with our Monday night props. We're gonna win it all back by uh, nailing some uh, first touchdowns. Duh. 
Duh. <laughs> but before we get to that, want to shout out the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's right, Win Bet. Oh man, can you imagine if you got down on the the Win Betting app with some in-game wagering when the Seahawks were up fourteen to nothing again? Or sorry, the Seahawks were down. Steelers were up. That was a perfect time to buy the Steelers. Get them in game and win bet, man. They got it all. Player props, uh, nice parlay boost, every sport, obviously, but the in game stuff is really, really fun. And the best part is a $1,000 risk free bet. That's right, $1,000. Make sure you head over to winbet.com or download the win betting app. Download bet win. It's a three part strategy. You want to win big? Make sure you bet over at the win. Wild, uh, man. Where do we? <laughs> uh, someone in the YouTube chat is is ta- is telling you to take your shades off, Ryan. But you, it seems like you play by your own rules. Why don't we start with? Uh, I need my shield up right now. Right? <laughs> this is this is too raw. It's too real. Did you see what happened? It was a bloodbath. I mean. They were honoring the 2011 team <laughs> at the half. Sean McVay came oh. in there with his stubbly chest, and and Joe Judge took it. Yeah, and I'm, Jason Garrett took it, and everyone on that team, not named Danny Dimes, took it. Well, you know, I mean, Danny Dimes also sucked. Right? Mm. He he played pretty. Our offensive line didn't play for him today. <laughs> all right, let's start with the Sunday night game and then wrap through all the other games. Uh, Steelers 23 Seahawks 20. They did not get the cover oh. Oh, man. And uh, we are opening the, the phone lines up on Twitter spaces. If you want to nominate someone to shove in a locker, uh, feel free to give us a call on the Twitter spaces. I feel like big Ben, I know he couldn't fit in a locker, but he deserves to be shoved in a locker. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, Sean, why, what are you doing? Betting on big Ben. You knew he was washed up. Yeah, I know, but you just needed a little out of Big Ben to get this done to get the cover. They were up fourteen nothing. I mean, <sighs> that fake throw that he that he clearly fumbled was horrific. Watching him, in, watching him throw during the game, I had an epiphany, and that epiphany <laughs> was I was like, I this this throwing motion looks familiar, and it reminded me of my dad when even past his prime where he couldn't throw a football 30 yards still insisted on playing all-time quarterback where he has this like wind up motion but never really uncorks it he's like winding up for 15 yards throws it's it's insane uh, he understands it's important to get the torque so you don't hurt your back i mean uh, i appreciate it, it and by the way i mean he did he still does he's still a dapper uh, looking man we shouldn't we shouldn't come at him too hard sean uh, maybe his on the field skills have diminished, but his looks are still there. Very and, much. and it was really funny. Uh, Jamal Adams, of course, in the intros <laughs> identified himself as the uh, best in the nation. And then like, I mean, there could have been a game ending interception that hit him right <laughs> in the face. I mean, big Ben, it looked like he was throwing it at him. That was like the only ball uh, ben Roethlisberger threw all night that had any sort of zip on it. And it was right to Geno uh, Smith hit him right in the face. It's just so many questions after that game. I, I honestly, I watched uh, the first part of the game and then uh, went off to eat some dinner with the family. Mm. And it was fourteen nothing. It looked like all right, the defense is going to do to Geno Smith what I expected. And uh, you know the offense is moving the ball. And, and enough. you knew that. 
that Gino turnover was coming when when they finally got that strip sack like but, but why couldn't it come earlier? But for them to come out of the half and just play bully ball for a quarter, like play the X Files music, but you want to tell me like the people that think the NFL is fixed, this yes. is why. Because out of nowhere, like Pete Carroll in the like this is what makes me believe Pete Carroll is really just a fucking <laughs> motivator of men. He got these dudes to come out and they couldn't do anything against the Steelers. Geno Smith. Yeah, and I, I don't understand football uh, sometimes. It'd be Sean. one thing if he was like randomly lighting them up, but no. they just ran it down their throat in the second half. And and if you're the Steelers, you know they're going to do that. You have a decent front seven. It it, it and there, they play for the majority of the game. They played pretty physical. It made no sense. There was a a, a scene in the in the final episode of this week's uh, NFL, the league. Uh, where Russell Wilson, who by the way looks very small without the pads, without the flak jacket, <laughs> walking on the sideline, looking confident as fuck, knowing Geno Smith has this. Like, what what world do we live in? Twenty twenty one, and Geno Smith has some road drip non conference swagger to come into the Steelers' house. All those Hall of Famers there, Sean. I don't understand football this year. I'm broken right now. Yeah. All right. Oh wow! All right. Well, what do you want me to say? I'm just yeah, return the serve. I don't know. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I'm with you. I, I I don't know what to make of that. Uh, Bucks. Let's let's get back to the Thursday night game. Bucks twenty eight, Eagles twenty two. Eagles easily got the cover. Never in doubt. No, yeah. I mean that was a uh, that was another weird game. Eagles kind of made a run for it at the end. There was a horrific, taunting call. I mean. Brady probably would have ran out the clock regardless there at the end of the game, but that taunting call that they gave them the free 15 yards, pretty bad. Yeah. Objectively pretty bad. Yeah. That was pretty insane. Hertz struggled, uh, but I mean, really like uh, certainly not giving Hertz a pass, but also Sirianni, you run the ball one time <laughs> in the first half, Miles Sanders nine for 56. Like the guy is running well and you have to give your offensive line a chance. Like again, Kelsey is the only guy starting in his normal position. He's the only like starting offensive lineman that we have playing his position. And you're just telling the defense, Hey, just pass for us the entire game. We'll figure it out. And then eventually in the second half Hertz starts scrambling around, chucking up prayers, put doing it with his legs, but you can't even evaluate Hertz because the, the, the defense just knows they're not going to, they're going to throw the ball every time. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, only thing I would add to that. Tom Brady, zero and seven, prime time against the spread. The, the Tom I, Brady uh, against the spread prime time curse continues. I didn't share it publicly, but I did have a private wager on Bucks will win by one to six points. That felt really nice to hit because it was like, oh my god, this is. That was, well, what did that pay? I think it was like uh, two sixty, maybe mm. the price two eighty, something like that. But yeah, I, I just, I mean, this Bucks team, I. I it's going to be hard to see them lose. I mean, they, they, they just, they're able to pull shit out of their ass because Tom Brady can pull shit out of his ass. He's got a million receivers. They're going to need a bunch of injuries or the defense is going to need to look like a couple more people because even, but yeah, I don't know. Sirianni needs to hand the ball off. Yeah. I mean, it's so one, weird. Step it, one, start running the ball. I mean, I get it. Wasn't get that it. his gimmick? He was the three running back guy from Indy. Yeah, I, I don't wasn't he the he wanted, he wanted. I, and, and I get you're doing some RPOs and and Hertz is gonna run the ball. That's fine, but you have Miles Sanders, you have Kenny Gainwell. Like they they've 
it'd be one thing if you're getting zero out of the guys, nine for 56, that's six yards of carry. Yeah. It, it, it's insane. And I know they have a bunch of other issues, but start there. And then let's see, see what happens. I'm not saying run the ball. I'm not like Colby advocating for like the wing T and, <laughs> and you know, not throwing, I get it's a passing <laughs> league, but even the teams that pass a bunch, they still run the ball 30% of the time, 40% of the time. It's goddamn insane. But well, I mean, we thank you Sirianni for going for two. Yes, he did. Went Appreciate for two. That, bro. It's a nice uh, analytics play. Congratulations, Sirianni. Take the highlighter off your visor. Come on. You look like a punk. Uh, Dolphins 20, Jags 23. I made the mistake of backing my boy Tua. Oh, man. Tough times for Tua. He threw a really bad interception. <laughs> Just in case you were on the fence on, on whether or not uh, Tua sucked. After the game, Tua had tears in his eyes. Quote, it doesn't matter how I played. We lost. Right now, it's tough in the locker room. <laughs> it does. I I would argue it does matter how you play because you're the starting quarterback. I yeah. I, I think it does matter. Uh, yeah, thought he was island strong. Uh, reevaluating the Tua situation, we're starting to see enough of the sample size. Well, and uh, of okay, I we we know Tua sucks, and sorry, Zach. Uh, and and ev- all the Miami fans that have popped up in my mentions. Well, they, they got a top five pick at least. <laughs> that is that is secretly uh, the best part of my Sunday was that not only did the Dolphins lose, but they lost to the Jaguars. So now the Jaguars and the Dolphins are tied for the second <laughs> pick overall, but they have the tiebreaker over them because they lost to the Jags. You know. <laughs> so now they the Eagles have the Dolphins right now. It would be the second pick overall. They gave them that pick so that they could select Jalen Waddle, who you know he had a good day, two touchdowns. But is he that much better than Devonta Smith? I I don't know. I don't think so. Legit sign of how bad things are. Sean is fully up to speed with all the draft tiebreakers. Well, I mean, every after every week, it's tweeted out because the Eagles have their own pick. They have the Colts pick, which is still in the top ten, and in, uh, the Dolphins pick, which is a top. I mean, we could have the number one overall pick. For letting them draft Jalen Waddle over Devonta Smith, as much as I like to make fun of Howie Roseman, that would be a a feather in his cap. I mean, I'm sure he's going to fuck it up, but still, something to something to give us uh, some Eagles fans some hope. My big takeaway though is Brian Flores not not a good coach. I was on the Brian Flores is a good coach, but you got to get this W. I, I I know you've had injury issues. I know Brissett obviously, you know, isn't really that good of a backup and Tua, you're stuck with Tua until you guys trade for Deshaun Watson. But um I just haven't, you know, Flores I always thought was a pretty good coach, a talent maximizer. I haven't seen that. And what really highlighted it was at the end of the game. The the Jags uh ran a play where it was like a little slant over the middle, and they could have Miami, they they basically the the receiver caught the ball, dove down, and Miami tagged him right away, leaving one second on the clock for the yeah. Jags to kick that field goal. Don't don't touch him. How do you not coach that up? You're a defensive coach. Uh, I mean, perhaps uh, when he goes back to New England, uh, when he's been fired from this job, mm. uh, does he get to? replace uh, Belichick's kid or does he have to go work for him? Like does Belichick's kid go back to being like a position? Uh, he's coach? gonna he's gonna be like uh Belichick's uh really son's uh barber. Very unsettling to look at that guy still. I mean it's just it, you, you can't get used to it. Ryan, the Jags made their first field goal of the season yeah. 
in and London for their home fans. <laughs> still haven't made one here in the states. That's kind of a funny stat. And apparently the uh, kicker was a uh, software engineer only a month ago. So wow. <laughs> still, still hope for you, Ryan, to get that oh, forty-seven wow. yarder in a game. Professional. If he talent, can please. do it, uh, who can't? Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the Dolphins were banged up, Sean. You, we, it, they were pretty banged up. But uh, it, you know, I think it's it's unfair uh, for us to not think about this. But perhaps Joe Judge and uh, Brian Flores will be taking an early vacation, maybe a fishing trip. Ooh, wow, All Ryan, right. what? A, uh, this is not a. Uh, oh, during the Giants' bye week, relax. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, <I'm laughs> oh man, uh, talking about uh, Bill Belichick's son. He's got some. He's got some wacky hair. I'm losing some of my hair, and uh, thankfully. There's a great product that can help me keep my hair. Hang on to the hair I have, AKA keep my hair. That's right. Keeps.com baby keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep your hair. I, I need, I need less stress in my life. These Sundays too much stress. I'm pulling out what, what hair I have. First off, very easy to use. You get that nice virtual doctor consultation medication delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave home, which is again, you don't want to go to the doctor's office. You don't want to find parking and deal with validating parking just to have some guy go, Hey, you're bald. You know, you're losing your hair and you want to hang on to the hair. You have low cost treatments. They start at just $10 a month. Keeps offers uh, generic versions as well. Discreet packaging, proven results, more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And of course with the keeps or uh, I mean, especially uh, with keeps here, prevention is key. Treatment can take four to six months. So uh, make sure you act fast. You're ready to take action and prevent hair loss. Go to keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for F R E E. That's right. Free keeps.com slash SGP to get your first month of free first month. Free keeps.com slash S G P. Houston Texans three, Indianapolis Colts thirty one. Kramer, you told me I would regret uh, taking this Texans plus ten, mm-hmm. and you were correct. They they this Texans team kind of a frisky dog at home, but uh, clearly not clearly anymore. not on the road. It, it seems like a different. We saw a different Davis Mills today, Ryan. I mean, and we maybe we quickly touch on it, but Davis Mills falls couple couple spots in the rookie rankings. Perhaps is Trevor Lawrence number one on the board. Of what quarterback? Rookie, rookie quarterback rankings? Oh no! Uh, do you want to do that now? Let's do we, the I rookie mean, quarterback. We're talking rankings. about I mean, Davis Mills, Mac <laughs> Jones with a. I mean, what I saw to Mac Jones today, that guy was a goddamn gamer. And if there's ever been a game that helps you win rookie of the year in a losing effort, I, I think it's what we saw to Mac Jones today. I mean, certainly that pick six hurt them, but then he came back with the answer at home. And I'll I'll call out Belichick. I mean, Belichick. He he no. didn't really go for the jugular. He he kind of no. played it safe. New England decided to now. This is on that surrender uh, index that that calls out the most cowardly punts. Uh, New England decided to punt to Dallas from the New England forty-six on fourth and three with seven fifty-three remaining in overtime. Uh, obviously, it's tied twenty-nine twenty-nine. Surrender index ninety-eighth uh, percentile of cowardly it's not punts. Good. In the 2021 season, Not come good. on, you got Mac Jones. I, I think they schemed up a pretty good plan for him. 15 to 21. 
You don't want your young quarterback throwing it 35 times a la Jalen Hurts. They ran the ball effectively. They really did a uh, a great job battling it out with the no, Cowboys and then it's the real Cowboys chowder just, head over here. <laughs> no, I mean I thought I thought they played a good game and then it just all fell apart in overtime. I mean they had a great they had a great response to the uh, Diggs uh, pick six. They, they did, and uh, I, I also found it fun. All the people on Twitter defending Diggs at, when he got burnt, saying that it was really the safety's fault. I mean, look, Mac Jones played well. Uh, the Patriots, God, how, how do they do this? It, you knew exactly how this game was going to go. Yeah, uh, New England deserved to cover this game the entire way. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, so we'll just get to this game. Dallas thirty-five. New England twenty nine. New England didn't cover the three and a half. If you had a three and a half or a four going to overtime, you're feeling pretty good. Especially the Cowboys not starting with the ball. Like if the Cowboys start with the ball, you go okay, maybe they just get that touchdown and ice it. But the fact that the Patriots started with the ball means they only need a field goal. These goddamn Cowboys. They kept their six and zero oh against the Cowards. spread streak. God, it, that is probably the worst part of the season. Not only do the Eagles suck. But the Cowboys six and zero against the spread—it's just uh, goddamn horrible. I mean, yeah, Jerry Jones shocked—they don't get the trophy after six weeks. So yeah, there's still there's still a chance Mike McCarthy screws things up and they completely unravel. But a uh, tough beat there for us, uh, Pats Packers. Mike McCarthy with a fat belly is just—it's a baby fucking mm, wheel. This seems man. like there's going to be dis- some disruption. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, apologies to Texans and Colts fans. Game was awesome. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to write home about. If you listen to the DFS show, you were on the right part of that game. That was Taylor stacked with the defense. You're welcome. No, that was uh, that was a great stack. Taylor really went off, and Carson Wentz put up some points. Yeah, he looked competent. (laughs) Um, I mean, I I'm still pretty. I'm still skeptical. He can do it for an entire season, but yeah, at home against the Texans, that's his uh, time to shine. Green Bay Packers twenty four, Bears fourteen. Oh man! I, of course, everyone is uh, reacting to the clip of uh, Aaron Rodgers getting the rushing touchdown, saying, "I still own you." It's true. <laughs> I mean, that love is the, I love the energy. Kind of, uh, even though I was on the Bears, I, I you got to kind of respect uh, that, that move guy. by uh, a Rod there. Another ugly game by Fields, but the defense played well, which I thought they would. Uh, Justin Fields started making some plays with his legs. Man, they were they had a chance not uh, maybe not to win the game because it did feel like Green Bay was always going to come back, but that back door was certainly wide open for Justin Fields. Couple of just really uh, hilarious plays, including one where he thought, I, and I don't know, I didn't really look at the uh, the replay, but someone jumped off sides, but they didn't end up throwing the flag. He threw up like a <laughs> hell Mary. And uh, it was intercepted. So that was uh, that was kind of the, the game in a nutshell. But I, I mean, moving forward for the Bears, that defense I, I still think is pretty legit. I mean, Devontae Adams had a couple plays, but I I thought overall the defense kept him in that game. They obviously need more from uh, Justin Fields to really compete, but I, I think they're in a decent spot. I mean, there's I have a lot of questions because it seems like their offensive line is good enough, at least at run blocking, to like. Khalil Herbert, fifth round pick. He was productive at Virginia Tech. Um, so not surprising that he can run, but the Bears offensive line was a problem before the season. It's been a problem during the season. And it seems like Justin Fields, I keep coming back to that preseason quote. The game felt slow to me. He he looks slow. He looks slow. He his, looks really slow. His yeah. accuracy throwing the ball. The all right, so here's my ske- quick 
two second scouting report on Justin Fields. His uh his short to intermediate, zero accuracy there. N- yeah. Deep ball, no accuracy there either. <laughs> his ability to uh scramble with his head downfield, zero. His ability to realize when he needs to tuck it and run, zero. He's not quick. He doesn't he didn't run a four. That's not four four speed. That's it's just not four. I don't understand any of this talent. He looks confused, almost like a guy, Sean, who struggled on the whiteboard. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> the Bears defense is clearly fucking good because they're keeping this this rag doll of a quarterback in these games. He's horrible. He's terrible. He's clear to me, he's clearly the worst quarterback in this class. Still. Mm. No. Zach Wilson, a close. He's right there. I mean, him, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills, kind of battling we, it out. And again, we I mean, s- I mean, Justin Fields makes plays, and and we can't really say that consistently. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Not that he's that consistent. We haven't seen uh, Jimbo's latest Frankenstein, Kellen Mond, yet with the Vikings, but hopefully <laughs> one day we will. Kansas City Chiefs thirty-one, uh, Washington Football Team thirteen. Chiefs got the win and the cover. Kind of a game in the first half, and then Kansas City. Although Mahomes didn't kind of look amazing, threw some picks. Some were his fault, some weren't. Kansas City kind of still kept turning it over. Really, Kansas City's defense, I think, was kind of interesting. I don't know if it was just the ineptitude of Washington, but they played good enough, uh, especially in the second half, to hold Washington to 13 points on the road after how bad this Kansas City defense has looked. Uh, I, I think that was really the big takeaway from here. I mean, Mahomes eventually got things going late, but uh, that was that was for me kind of interesting. And if you're a Chiefs fan or if you have some Chiefs futures, you got to feel uh, stoked about that. I mean, it was a weird. It didn't it, the entire game. It felt like the the football team should be winning. The entire game, it felt like the Chiefs looked bad. Patrick Mahomes didn't look. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to think. It, it feels dirty that they get that Chiefs betters got paid off today. In my opinion, mm. a little bit. Uh, but Heineke just sucks. <laughs> like the Heineke, sucks. yes, very just not good times for Heineke. I thought he'd be able to. Uh, I mean, I played him in TFS. I thought he would, you know, be able to get something going, but uh, just complete, complete uh, dog but, shit. But even the yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, D Bettis in the YouTube chat saying, "My seven-year-old son picked KC to beat Washington. I gave him a hundred dollars after the game." Hey, that's that's you know Dgens raising Dgens over there. Hashtag Dgens. Well, you got to be careful. There. They start to learn behavior like that. <laughs> ah, they keep giving out winners. That's that's a good Pavlovian response. If your kid gives you some winners, you get paid, son. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, family that bets together uh, stays together. Ryan, that's what I always like to say. <laughs> Ooh, propswap.com, man. Make sure you head over to propswap.com if you haven't already. Head over to propswap.com, use the promo code SGP. They're doubling up your money. Perfect time, especially MLB playoffs. There are a lot of futures tickets up for grabs. If you want to get into the futures market, perfect time to get in over there over at propswap.com. Use our promo code SGP up to $500 in bonus cash over at propswap dot com. Um, yeah, I mean, again, that's where America goes to buy and sell sports bets. What more do you need to know? Also, make sure to check out predictionstrike.com. Prediction Strike. It's the uh, only performance-based sports stock market. Again, you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. 
It's almost like uh, the win, you know, got together with Robin Hood. You're 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 buying low, selling high. Uh, my Kenny Gainwell shares not doing so well. Hopefully, my Dawson or Dawson Knox shares go through the roof. Taysom Hill, he's on a bye week, but I got a Taysom Hill share uh, because that was my free share. I think it's a random share. So, uh, it, I mean, again, if you like, if you like Top Shot, uh, if you like some of the, I mean, if you're in the crypto market, and why wouldn't you be in crypto right now? Going through the roof. Predictionstrike.com. It's that same kind of rush as your uh, players' values go up and down. You can buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players. It's a lot of fun. Make sure you go to predictionstrike.com. Use that promo code SGP. Get a free athlete share with your first deposit of twenty dollars. That's predictionstrike.com. Promo code S G P. Taylor Heineke or Danny Dimes? Who's better? That is a, a good question, Kramer. I'll let you answer that one. That's a ridiculous question. Meaning, Taylor Heineke? We're just going to address all the ridiculous questions now. Clearly, it's Daniel Jones. Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, what about? Would you trade Daniel Jones? For this was a this was a question going on in my group chat. <laughs> Would you trade straight up Daniel Jones for <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Ryan? Question of the day, poll question. No. Feel free to chime in on YouTube. Would you trade no. Daniel Jones for Jalen Hurts? Straight up. No. Okay. No. People in the chat, would you trade Daniel Jones for Jalen Hurts? Please let us know. Tweet us your response at Gambling I mean, Podcast. Yeah, if you want a floor guy, you get Hurts, I guess. A floor guy? What do you mean? Like a high floor guy. You want a high ceiling guy? You go Danny Dimes. <laughs> Let's go. But I mean, I, obviously, he has not looked good. Uh, I mean, he's had some moments this year. He, this was a horrible game. Jaylen, Up until this point, he's looked great. He's rated okay. great. Jalen Jalen Hurts has put up fantasy points. I'm not I'm not talking shit on Jalen Hurts, but I would rather I think most people would rather have Daniel Jones than Jalen Hurts. Okay. Um let's see. We got one Hurts already. Uh we we would uh we're going to have to run this poll question because I think here's how what I would say is have we seen the best of Jalen Hurts? I mean Jalen Hurts again 10 starts into his career. I still think there's a chance he gets to a higher place than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones we're we're six games in, you know. We're in year three. I, I feel like we kind of know where we're at with Daniel Jones. Do yeah, you think he that's great. Uh, the first two, like the last two games before this horrible game, where his entire offensive line is not in there. So, I mean, look, it's it the the injuries is, is ridiculous. The receiver injury list is ridiculous, and there was a clear difference once An- Andrew Thomas went out of the game. So, yeah. I mean, are, is the point of bringing it up to say that I should want to trade for Jalen Hurts? Uh, no, I I was honestly getting your take as to I would still take Hurts over Daniel Jones because there's been a smaller sample size. So the idea that maybe you find something in there, uh, like let's say Jalen Hurts in his third year, I think there's a possibility he's better than Daniel Jones with the right coaching, with the right game plan. I don't think Daniel Jones in two years. I mean, it, there's a chance he's not in the league. There's also a chance that uh, Jalen Hurts isn't starting for his team in year three. So that's fair. Yeah, but I mean, well, Daniel Jones, they're going to continue to start because of where they drafted him, not necessarily because of how he's played, right? I mean, they. Who else are they going to start? 
<laughs> well, I mean, they could draft a quarterback. They have two picks next year. That's what they're going to do if he's not the guy. Right. We'll see. I mean, it, they, the way things are going, the entire ship is going to be cleaned off. Maybe, hopefully, married Kansas brother too. That's part of the problem. All right, Nepotism. let's get to this game. 38-11, Ryan. Congratulations. This game achieved scoregami, a score that has never been trying to keep a positive for you. A score that's never been achieved. Oh, thank you. In in modern <clears throat> NFL history. Uh, I guess this was a game a little bit early, but uh got away from the Giants. They were up three nothing and then they gave up thirty-eight points. <laughs> thirty-eight unanswered at home. Are you on the fire, Joe Judge? Someone put out a tweet that, and they actually kudos to them. It was it was compelling enough or looked realistic enough that it got Joe Judge fired, trending on Twitter because nice. people were reacting to it. I, uh, are I, you ready to Are you ready to give Joe Judge the blame yet? Well, I mean, at some point, there's clearly a problem, and like I've said, I think there's an you know a uh, friend of the program Nagels Bagels also pointed out that there the ownership ties to some of these characters is strong. And I thought that Joe judge being the puppet master would show ownership. Hey, look at these guys. They're fucking asshats, Jason Garrett asshat, but it doesn't seem to be working that way. So I don't know how the situation gets resolved. Can like firing a coach every couple of years because you make uh, bad organizational decisions is, is I don't think the way to go. I would imagine he'll get some sort of like, you know, offering you can sacrifice, like give, give me Jason Garrett. Like maybe we fire Jason Garrett, uh, but that wouldn't make sense because ownership wants Jason Garrett there. So I don't know what the, uh, what the answer is. I will say that I, I don't know why Joe judge stopped wearing a hat. Maybe someone pointed out his hilarious <laughs> hat tan line and he's trying to get it fixed by not wearing a hat, but he needs to wear a hat. He, he, he does not look, he looks like a pussy without a hat. He looks, he looks like you can look at his head and know he's a pear shaped human. Who's not terrifying to look at. And I don't like the look and they've been, pl they played like shit today. We didn't have a hat on. Mm. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to need to see a hat. Uh, I know you said, uh, Sirianni's a pussy for wearing a visor or was it because of the highlighter? No, the visor <laughs> I'm fine with the visor is a good look, but to like put three highlighters I, in your, in you have to be confident head. about your head shape to not wear a hat out there or just be Belichick and just look like the emperor. And it doesn't matter. Like your skin's just peeling off, but Joe judge without the hat isn't working. Uh, yeah. Someone's got, I, I don't, if they don't fire anyone, it, it, like, what are you, what are you doing? What, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish as a team? Do they fire anyone in season this week? Oh, I'm saying if they don't fire anyone this but, week, but they, they remind me of the Steelers. Like they're, they're this aircraft carrier. They don't make they don't make rash decisions, right? I mean, we saw the Eli Manning thing play out. I, I, I got to imagine as an owner, they I, Stan Kroenke, the guy who owns the Rams, is like a bit of a fucking lunatic, right? I and I don't believe he has a good relationship with the Maris, or maybe mm. it's the Tishes, the through something they do in entertainment. But I'm sure this fucking loss was annoying as fuck. Like, hey, getting your ass beat that sucks. Hearing everyone like. This is where I I do wonder like the billionaires must just live in a bubble because how this motherfucker can't hear what people are saying how he can't realize as a rich guy of course son of a rich guy so he didn't know what that what it took to make money but how he can't identify that Dave Gettleman might be too old to be uh, in charge of shit 
Like he's close to take his keys away from driving. Mm. Right? You know what I'm saying? Or is or is Dave Gettleman going to make these two picks that you're, that no. you're talking about? No, that can't happen. Okay. It can't happen. It can't. I mean, I, again, I don't know how you can go through this week without firing someone. You just got embarrassed by Sean McVay. Yeah, that little little twerp. Although I will say the Matt stat. The Stafford prediction of, of mine is looking pretty good. No, you're I, welcome. I, I you're welcome. Th- I thought that was right? going to take a little. Uh, I didn't think it was that easy. Uh, I'm holding out hope that it's just a regular season thing and they they fall apart. But the the Rams do look good. Carolina 28, Vikings 34. Man, this was this was a weird game. Generally, when you get the the punt block like the Panthers did, you get the cover. However, oh man, I, I mean. So my man Sam Darnold on his own two-yard line, down eight points, manufactures a 98-yard drive, 28-26. When I bet it, I got Panthers plus two and a half. This was your lock, Ryan. And what I a ju- roller coaster. I just needed them not to get the two-point conversion. <laughs> and the game ends. I cover all good. But like real losers, they get the two-point conversion, go to overtime. Impressive and losers. then of course. Lose by six points. Kirk Cousins balling out of control. <laughs> I mean, come on. You like that? You no, like I don't, that? Kirk. No, I don't. Shout out to uh, Kyle. I know he's a huge Vikings fan. We've made fun of Kirk a lot, but a uh, great performance by the the Vikings. And we want to talk about how we we thought Brian Flores was a good coach. Matt Rule on the uh, not a good coach block for me. I gotta do the digging for the next. He's uh, on the not good coach hot seat. I'll have some numbers for week seven, but it doesn't it feel like he like the same that the team was exciting last year and then it just went it just evaporated, and it feels like we're heading in that you can't lose to Kirk Cousins and this Vikings team. Uh, are the Vikings a threat now? Are the Vikings gonna be the team that no one wants to see in the postseason because they can score and it seems like maybe they can play a little bit of defense? I don't know. No, I, I I'm still not scared of the Vikings, but I don't know. They're they're certainly a weird team, and and if they're they're kicker, of course. Going you know, to Carolina and winning is impressive. Is That's it? An, I mean, the Eagles did it. It's and that was impressive. Mm. That long turf, I'll always be impressed when you go there and you get <laughs> you take care of business. Yeah, I, I don't know. Dome team. Are the Vikings going to threaten the Packers? I mean, certainly they would be the only team in the NFC North. Let's get to well. Here we go. Uh, Chargers six. No, no. Ravens thirty-four. Tough day for me and Decker. Yeah, Decker was in the studio hanging out with God's eye. Just a brutal again. I mean, it was just a boat race from the beginning. I I thought the Ravens would be the team on the short week after the overtime to, to be the team that came out flat, but it was the Chargers. And certainly there's that whole West Coast team on the early kick, but that that trend doesn't even seem to be as strong as it normally was, but they just blitzed the hell out of Justin Herbert and he just couldn't handle it. Strange game. It, you know, sometimes you see that you, you have those games where you just one team is ready and the other team is not ready uh for what the other team brought that day. And and Baltimore seemed like why you'd be surprised that Baltimore is gonna blitz. Every down, I, I don't know. They, but they they didn't have any adjustments. They were confused. They didn't seem to have uh, hot reads that worked, and everyone was double covered. 
Well, and and we saw it in that uh, Cleveland game, and I thought it was kind of an outlier game, but they had a legitimate trouble tackling, wrapping up. They have a ton of talent, uh, but we didn't see it at all in that Cleveland game. I thought that was an outlier game, but we, it it we saw it again here against Minnesota. They can't fuck with teams that can run the ball. I mean, that's the problem. No, I I think th- they built their team to beat the Chiefs and the Bills, and they neglected. The fact that they have the Browns and the Ravens in their conference, and now so maybe we we won't see them struggle with too many other teams because those happen to be two of the best teams in the league. But you know Tennessee, you know you're going to see a game in the postseason if the Chargers make it, mm. where they're going to play they're going to play it's one of these teams and they're going to this Madden style. Oh man, the old guys on the porch, him going for it on his own 20 <laughs> Adam Archuleta, who by the way, uh, horrible announcer, uh, also extremely difficult to look at. Looks very creepy. He, he, he just, he couldn't help himself. He couldn't help himself, but hate the decision to go for it on fourth down. I'm personally, I like it. I like yeah, the idea of going for play. it every time, uh, but it looks horrible when you get your ass beat. Well, and, and, and you and do it on your own. He was hour. right. Uh, some of their play calling on those uh, fourth downs, those fourth and shorts, pretty questionable. Yeah, right decision, wrong choice, kind of thing, or right choice, wrong decision, whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, it got, I, now the Chargers close your eyes, special. I think, right? Woo-hoo, look out! Back to back road games. Bengals thirty four, Lions eleven. Ryan, you talked. You let me. I I, I caved to peer pressure on this mm, Lions game. My bad. And. I I was even thinking of putting out an announcement and changing my pick because I got to moon off's ref report after we recorded the podcast and it was a Sean Hockley spot. Sean Hockley is so good for the uh, (laughs) road team against the spread. Not that the refs made any impact on this game. (laughs) It was a great game. Although uh, for, for Jared Goff sucks Island. And again, I appreciate all the feedback. We will get to your reservations. Um, again, I, the, the, the number has been ringing off the hook following the Lions' latest loss. Head coach, Dan Campbell said of his quarterback, Jared Goff quote, I feel like he needs to step up uh, more than he has. So even Dan Campbell, Mr. Uh, bite kneecaps, drinking nine cups of coffee. He's uh he's all, he's all fired up about Jared Goff. Sucking. Will Jared Goff be a lion next year? Can, can they get rid of him? I think, I think part of it was in this, I mean, I, I would have to look it up, but I vaguely remember this kind of being a cap dump type thing where, yeah, we'll take Jared Goff, but if not, we can, uh, I don't think he's there long-term because if, if they were tied to his contract long-term, this was an insane trade. Uh, it looks like he has a uh, 20 million uh, coming in 2023. And 21 million coming in 2024. Uh, yeah. Cap hits of 30 and 31 million. Dead cap of only uh, 10 million next year, yeah. 5 million the year. But after I mean, it's not like they have a bunch of other high price free agents. So I, I, I think they can get out of it pretty easily. Uh, the interesting thing, and obviously we'll get into this when we do the week seven picks podcast, but. Rams, Lions next week. Jared oh, yeah. Goff revenge spot. Let's go. Oh man, that is. Uh, We're gonna have a lot of uh, recency bias to look at this this week. I mean, the only game that was interesting early was Carolina Minnesota. Everything else. I haven't I haven't taken a look at the look ahead line, but it's got to be. 
I think it's in LA. It's got to be fourteen plus, right? I mean, if they're they're hoping to get equal action at all, it's got to be fourteen plus, right? I'm gonna pull it up right now. Let's all right. While you do that, Ryan, let's start talking cards. Browns, another game. I feel like was a bit influenced on. I should have stuck with my gut here on Arizona. I mean, I told it, myself I wasn't gonna fade yes. Arizona. Yes, and I faded Arizona. And even the their coach was that without co- missed the game was out COVID. Uh, the quarterback coach also without uh, you know got COVID. Uh, they must have just lost Kyler Murray's test. But um, regardless, he went out. He played really well. And I mean, Arizona is just really good. Baker. I mean, again, Baker sucks. Not a Baker guy. I don't know why they were favored in this game. Kareem hunt was dealing with the calf thing. Nick Chubb was a late scratch. We did think it, it did seem like when we picked this, that Nick Chubb was going to play some well hunts uh, hunts out now for, for a bit, right? He did something serious. He re-aggravated this calf thing. They, they briefly thought it might've been Achilles. It's not. Uh, sounds like he's going to be okay, but he's going to miss some time. He's not out for the season and Arizona just, man, what a game. Even, I mean, Cleveland hit a hail Mary and then really yeah. wasn't in the game at all. That's, that's pretty, pretty hard crazy. to hit a hail Mary and not be in the game. W- just uh, real quick lions Rams. What's your guess at the number? I, I said uh, 14 and yeah. a half, 13 and a half. Okay. Um, it's going to that was the look ahead. It's going to open. Oh four, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was the look ahead. Then it's going to be 14 and a half because they got to get some uh, even action on this. Uh, we were all over this Raiders angle, Ryan, that Raiders rallying together to play to honor John Gruden. Now, I mean, it did seem like this Raiders team was fired up dialed in and uh, not great for my uh, Broncos futures. Cause they look kind of fraudulent, but um Raiders came in, played a really good game. Although I will say this as an Eagles fan, going to their Eagles Raiders next week in Vegas. Mm. I feel like the week after the Gruden thing is a letdown spot for the Raiders. Oh, uh, big uh, win too. Yeah. I think this is again, the Eagles have a ton of issues, but if you I mean, this was like an emotional game. They're dealing with all this like all these distractions. And then they bring in this new coach and yeah, we're all rallying around Mark Davis. There are some Mark Davis haircut emails that the NFL is refusing to leak. Did you see this? That Mark Davis he is, definitely uh, was referred to as a penis. Mark Davis is suing the NFL or, the or they're talking about suing him. Yeah. Cause he feels oh. like it's a personal thing that they just did it for Gruden. And maybe he's onto something. I still swear to God, if he didn't call Goodell out. <laughs> I I think he still has a job. Anti, yeah. I mean, Jesus, Mark. I mean, look, there's zero percent chance that Mark Davis was not mentioned. How would he not be mentioned? I mean, anytime that guy's on TV, I mean, that haircut alone. Ah, imagine being so rich that no one can to, can tell you you look like a fucking asshole. But yeah, you know, and Raiders, then you just look like an asshole for your entire life. Raiders uh played well, man, and uh, night and it's not it's not easy to win in Denver. So Son, give me nice a little win credit for the Raiders, thirty four twenty four for coming in with a Derek Carr double stack. Yeah, onions. And I don't know what's happened to this Broncos defense. I mean, we kind of saw it against the uh, Steelers, but they've just really, really uh, fallen apart there. All right, let's get to the Monday Night Football prop bets. Before we do, want to shout out adscrowd.com. The NBA is back, baby. 
Odds Crowd is doing a, a bunch of contests, including their NBA season long contest where you can win up to $3,000 in their fantasy betting contests. Make sure you sign up over there. We just put out two uh, win total podcasts, Eastern Conference and Western Conference. Brought in some uh, some of the guys from the NBA Gambling Podcast to help us out uh, with the over unders there. So that was fun. Check those pods out and then head over to oddscrowd.com. That's right, $3,000 completely free NBA season long contest and $200 weekly uh, NBA contests as well. NBA is back. Over at oddscrowd.com. Just head over there or download the app, the Odds Crowd app. Track your bets. But really, come on, man. You want to. that The other feature I really like there is the free fantasy betting contest you can set up with your buddies. So if, you know, you and a couple friends want to have a nice little like ATS pool, uh, I highly recommend doing it over on oddscrowd.com. Time for the Monday Night Football Prop Bets. A little late uh, injury news. AJ Brown added to the injury report with illness. What, what usually, do you think illness is? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I would guess stomach bug. Usually, if it's COVID, you go on the COVID list. It's a separate list. But he was a late add to the injury report. So keep in mind. Yeah, I mean, I I've seen nothing that would suggest that he there there's a, any real risk. But it' always terrifying when when the guy shows up after the waivers run. Uh, Sean, you want me to give out? My first prop. Yes, let's do Josh it. Josh Allen over two hundred ninety-two and a half passing yards, mm. minus one ten. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess this could be a bizarro game where they are kept off the field by Derrick Henry in this plotting offense. I just don't think it matters. I think they could still drive quickly and put up yards uh, in bunches. I thought about playing over 328 and a half uh combined with the rushing yards, but I have a feeling they just shred them through the air and if anything this becomes a shootout. So, I uh, I went over chalky. It's been a chalky week, so hopefully oh, it continues. Chalk, Monday rock Night chalk. Uh I'm I'm going the rushing angle. Josh Allen over 31 and a half rushing yards. We saw it in the KC game. This is primetime Allen. He's not going to let them not get a third down. He's so should I play the combined yards instead of just the maybe? Passing? What's what's the combined yards? It's, it's like two ninety five and a half plus thirty thirty and a half or whatever. That's a fun one, I I, I think, because uh, if he's not getting it in the air, he's definitely getting it in the ground. He's gone over thirty one and a half rushing yards uh, four out of the five games. I don't see why he wouldn't do the uh, do it against his Titans defense, which is really pretty rough. So uh, I'm all over that, Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, I'm let's stay in with Josh Allen longest pass completion, 38 and a half yards. Again, I think this Tennessee, Tennessee secondary, um, they, they are responsible for Zach Wilson's one good game. Yes. Now they're playing Josh Allen. Let's go again. Maybe this is a bizarro game where their offense isn't on the field, but even in those cases, I think they strike quickly. So over 30 and 38 and a half yards longest pass from Josh Allen. Well, Ryan, I'm playing the longest catch angle and I'm going <laughs> under on Anthony Ferkser. I, I, I kind of like this. Oh, I keep hyping up this bill's Berkser. defense. Uh, Milano now sounds like he is going to play there. It was close which with the uh, KC game, but now he is going to play. I like him to be able to hang with uh with Ferkser, at least like not letting up the longest catch. So I, I, I like that spot. It is fun to say Ferkser though. And he, you know, he, 
he could be a fun guy uh, later when we talk about first touchdown. Yeah, uh, he's on my first touchdown list, but of course, I, he's not. He's not. A, I don't know. I mean, now maybe this is just an eye test angle, but I I feel like they don't go deep down the field with him. Under fourteen and a half feels good. Last year we saw him hitting those seams from time to time, but you're right. Yeah, I just don't think he's going to be able to do it against this Bills defense. I mean, part of the reason I locked up no, the Bills I'm, is because I think their defense is. Uh, really good, and I I think they're gonna make it not a game. I mean, Ferkser's receiving yards, just complete yards, nineteen, twenty three, and thirty three. So I guess he's trending up, but still, like if you have three catches for thirty three, it's hard to get those those long ones in there. Great, Tannehill, yes, over a half interceptions. Ooh, okay. Uh, it just seems like. Again, maybe it's a weird game where they're running the ball 45 times and they they win they win with 40 minutes of clock possession. Or maybe the Bills are scoring a shitload of points and Tannehill's having to throw a bit more than he usually does. So, I'm going to play the odds. Uh more throws means more variance and it's Tannehill and this Bills defense has looked pretty legit getting after the quarterback and we saw what Arizona did to Tannehill. He had some moments. So, uh Minus one ten on over a half feels pretty good. Yeah, even money on the yes, I'll take that. I'm going uh, now. He's hit this. I th- I think he's three and two on going over this number, but I'm going under uh, Tannehill passing yards. I think they're gonna try and run Derrick Henry a bunch. I think AJ Brown, you know the illness thing, throw it in <laughs> with. Uh, I just think they're going to have trouble throwing against this uh, Bills defense. I, I'm just really high on the Bills defense overall. So they, I'm going to take good. under 236 and a half passing yards from Ryan Tannehill. Okay. See, I, what what would worry me in, in is just purely if they just fall behind and it's just chucking it around. Yeah, no, there's a garbage time element to this for sure. But, um, you know, even in that. I mean, they only let up 270 against uh, Mahomes, and that was like a crazy game script. Uh, and, and he threw the ball 54 times. I, I don't see that kind of game flow. I, I think they're going to purposely pound it with uh, Derrick Henry. So I, I, I like the under for that reason. Do you have a DJ's only prop at Ryan? I do, and I I thought I wrote it down, but let me pull it back up so I don't. All right, a man. Hashtag only. Well, we we saw uh, Sanders have some fun. Uh, I, I and we we've yet to see Diggs have fun. And uh, you know this isn't the craziest prop out there, but you can get Diggs to have 150 yards and a touchdown at 10 to one. And mm. that it, it that doesn't. Did you feel- know uh, uh, tra- his brother has more touchdowns than him? That's that's. I hate to bring up a, a pro Dallas stat, but that's crazy that, that he has crazy. two touchdowns and Steph Diggs uh, only has one. But if Diggs rolls out with 160 yards and a touchdown, like that's not that's not crazy. Like some of these props we throw out, like no. that's a stuff that's a first round receiver. So to be able to get ten to one on that, I, I yeah, a little safer. Maybe this is closer to that uh, investment banker who's throwing those uh, two and a half point of CDs at you, but. I'll give you a ten to one here, Sean. What do you got? I'm sure Sean went crazy. So yeah, uh, I mean ten to one. That's not really a D-Gen only. Uh, okay, you can get rich on ten to one. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can. You can, I guess. But I'm gonna give you a twenty-eight to one. Josh Allen <laughs> will have yes four hundred passing yards, fifty rushing yards. That's it. Twenty-eight That's- <laughs> to one. Are you kidding me? I mean, he's coming off a game 
against KC did three fifteen and fifty nine. Okay. I mean, we're not. It's like less than. I mean, you're what eighty? I've been drinking, but what is that like eighty four yards off? Yeah, that's not exact, but it's close enough to prove your point. No, it's eighty eighty five minus nine. Let me let me do the math over here. <laughs> 76. 76 yards difference. Come you, on. You didn't have to go back. You were close. <laughs> yeah. Come on. 76. Uh, 76. Imagine a world where he has 76 more yards than he had in the KC game. Very, very realistic. And uh yeah, I mean, come on. That feels good. So that's it for the Monday night football prop. You don't want to give first touchdowns. Oh, sorry, first touchdowns. Sean. Everyone's favorite. I'll go first. Josh <laughs> Allen. What? I just you know your excitement. You you went from um, forgetting to excited. Josh Allen nine to yeah, one. Double. Always got to throw Josh yeah, Allen, of in. course. And Ryan Tannehill twenty two to one. I mean, he's Jack. a guy. He hasn't had him recently, but he has a history of rushing touchdowns. And then I did go Furk Daddy at twenty eight to one. Thought about Dawson Knox at ten to one. L- price was a little low for me. Instead, I went Cole Beasley at sixteen to one. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, I, I don't want to give out the same one. I I also had Cole Beasley and Josh Allen, so I'll give you the pivot, which a little interesting because almost not rooting for the uh, the Bills offense to be out there because I, I essentially have three on the Titans. I went Tannehill uh, for the Titans at twenty-two to one. I went Pruitt at fifty to one. Sean, fifty to one. Fifty-nine mm. percent of the snaps he was out there last oh week. Uh, he's fifty to one on first touchdown there. Josh Allen nine to one. And for the second one, I'm going to throw the Bills defense in. Ooh, I've seen you like the Bills defense. They're clearly uh, opportunistic. I feel like all of McDerm- McDermott's defenses are like this. And I think Tannehill has been giving teams opportunities. So I'm not going to take a second offensive guy uh, for the bills. Cause I think they're all, they're all too, it's too chalk. You could be cute and go like Gabe Davis or uh, McKenzie, but they're just not going to get the ball. And so you, you took the longest guy who I think is like legit. And that's Cole Beasley. I like that play. But everyone else is so chalky. I'm just gonna play the the, the fade Tannehill angle and, and hope he makes a mistake. Twenty eight to one. Normally defenses are twenty five to one. I'm shocked to see it's 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 a better price than normal. Mm-hmm. Titans, by the way, are forty to one. Defense, yeah, which is forty five boxes. ZD on YouTube pointing out victory formation, a QB rushing yard killer. I know uh, a lot of people got robbed with the Brady. Uh, over under rush yards because he had three yards against the Eagles and then did three kneel downs and uh, lost it or two kneel oh, downs whatever it was and the total was one and a half so it's a really hard I, I got it I got a really bad beat on the uh, Super Bowl the the Patrick Mahomes where they won because not only did he kneel he like grabbed it and ran backwards <laughs> motherfucker like five yards still pissed about that Patrick oh, Mahomes dickhead coming for you you owe me some money. Thank you for participating in the sports game. Make podcast. sure you drop a nice five star rating and review for your chance to win some sweet SGP gear every Monday, aka Merch Monday. We will be back with the college football podcast coming out. And then DFS, of course, NFL. Make sure you check out the uh, NBA gambling podcast. NBA season heating up, and we just uh, cranked out some win total pods as well. Catch up on those. 
for Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. If you really wanted to get crazy, you could take Pruitt to score a touchdown in both halves, 80 to 1. I wouldn't be too mad at you. Kramer, let it ride.